0: and victory. This week we welcome Eddie Johnson, CEO of Breakthrough Expert. Listen to this inspiring interview as you prepare for your victory walk. And now here's our host, Naron Tillman.
1: Good afternoon, good day, good evening. Uh, I don't know what time you're listening or where you're listening, at but we're coming to you with another episode of Walk in Victory. I am your host, Naron Tillman. And um yeah, twenty twenty one is just about winding down. And I don't know about anybody else. I'm excited about it. It seems it's funny, like people say, man, it seems like time is moving so fast. Nope. It's the same twenty four hours, same seven days a week, <laughs> the same seconds. Nothing is nothing sped up. Nothing creepy happened. Uh the world we're trying to force the world to open back we're having all these super spready events and i'm just excited to see what's what's going to happen listen um in order to be become unique and different you have to try to do things differently and i'm not a re- resolutionist so i'm not going to say the year is over and this next year we're going to start these resolutions and i'm going to hit the gym i'm going to no we started incremental steps and you you put a bunch of good steps together, small incremental steps together, and then when you look behind you, you you see a pattern. You see something that has grown. You see something that has become different. Um, you see something that has become unique. And and because we don't want to make those small incremental steps, what happens is we we pay for surgeries. Mm-hmm. We we try to do the fast track to get anything done. We try to fast track everything. We try to fast track everything, and it winds up not being fruitful, has no foundation. And if you're gonna be successful in life, forget about business, forget about relationships. If you're gonna be successful in life, you have to be willing to go through adversity. You have to be willing to take those small steps. You have to be willing to learn from your losses. You have to be willing to not make excuses and not look at, oh, wow, the year is over and I'm gonna use 2022 as a, a, a footprint to go forward. Nah. If you're not doing it now, you're not going to do it in 2022. Because <laughs> you're going to still have the same 52 weeks. You're going to still have the same 24 hours, the same seven days that's allotted to you right now. So it's no better time than to start doing whatever it is that you want to do right now. Yes, I know I'm a preacher, and I'm not pulling out my soapbox today. That's not what the Walking Victory platform is about. But I, I am a realist, and I and I see potential in so many people that is unrealized and untapped. And I see people who just give up because the moment they see adversity, the moment they feel pushed back, they feel like they can't do it. And that's what this episode is about. This episode is going to be about the incremental steps that it might take for one to overcome adversity, the, the things, the, the formula for success, the formula for, um, that is needed in order to catapult oneself to another level everything has a system everything has a formula even the janitor realizes this when they first start and they mopping and they throwing over and then after a while they systemize their evens, and then they know what time they're going to be where and how they're going to be there and if you're not working within a system then the system will be working you Uh, our guest today mr eddie johnson uh i'm going to let him introduce himself to our walking Victory audience. Eddie, thank you for coming on our show. You heard my rant. I'm sorry. I I just... (laughs) Hey, I'm just sitting back here. You know, you probably heard me a couple times like, yeah, you know. You you did (laughs) some good stuff there, I tell you. man. I mean, because I used to be a revolutionist. Oh, next year, I'm going to get it. Next year, man, please. If you're not getting it today, you know, next year is going to come and you're still going to be saying next year.
0: Yeah.
1: Dude, tell yeah. us about yourself and then we' going we're gonna chop it up man
0: <laughs> sounds good to me sounds good to me so just a little bit about me and and, and thank you so much pastor Tillman, for helping having me on uh, today to, to talk with you and, and and speak to your audience um again my name is Eddie L Johnson I'm a breakthrough expert a speaker author and founder and owner of e4 inspiring motivations and Basically, Pastor Tillman, what I do is I work with leaders who struggle to find real success Mm -hmm. and who want to identify the best qualities of their authentic self so they can show up and make a difference through purpose, which leads to meaningful fulfillment in life and continued success. But check this out. Also, I train leaders to successfully break through adversity. Which positions them to adjust and and remain productive in their personal and their professional lives.
1: Mm. That's 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 crazy that you said that because leaders yesterday I put a post on Facebook. I was like, we we should never stop learning. And and one of the one of the roadblocks that I've I had in my personal in my professional life is that we stop making goals, right? And and. We get, we plateau, we, like say I'm going to use church for instance, we might say I want 100 members. So we get that 100 members and now we don't know, we don't have anything else. So that fire and that desire is no longer there. We, we're constantly scaling up and sometimes we scale out of our out of our potential or out of our realm to be able to manage. So what is some of the obstacles that you see with, with leaders who may be, hitting that wall, um, they're plateauing, they're they're peaking and they don't know how how to to move past that.
0: Yeah, so one of the things that I've come to realize and learn is that, you know, we're all reaching for success, Mm -hmm. right? And what has happened is many of us was told at a very young age, you know, if you want to reach success, you know what, go to college, get a good job, work hard, start a family, buy a house, and success is gonna be there, right? Yeah. But then we do all these things, and then one day we wake up and it's like, man, I did all of this and this is success? This is what success feels like? This is what success looks like? And we're wondering, man, there has to be more than this, because this is not what I thought it was gonna be. And so what has happened is we've reached success based on someone else's terms. Hmm. versus the, versus what's inside of us and that's that authenticness, that's those best qualities that we have. And until we're willing to go, go go the extra part an extra mile to learn more about ourselves and what's inside of us that's so great, we get stuck in that success. So my thing is to you know what, let's unearth all those great things about you. So that you can move from success to continued success, because we've already reached the success part, right? Yeah. So you know the, the answer to that question is is, you know what? what's unique about you? What's authentic about you that you can bring to others that's around you?
1: That's, that's awesome that you said that in, in one of our um, interviews, I was talking about personal branding, and we were talking about the invisible brand and it, it always gets back to that the, the brand you know the logo and you know all of those things that we that are the dressings but in, in, until you can really decide or figure out what the essence is none of the dressing is going to going to uh, going to make sense yeah how do you approach a situation where the external may seem successful but the internal is 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 Decaying like like uh, termites.
0: (laughs) So you say the external is seems good, but the inside is like jacked up. Yeah,
1: yeah, termites. Right. (laughs) No way. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I think we
0: all go through that. But I think the truth of the matter is, we got to be honest with Mm ourselves. We got to be honest with ourselves and say, you know what? Things may look good on the outside, what everybody see, but deep down inside, man, I'm hurting. Deep down inside, I'm not that good at something that everybody think I'm at. I'm good at doing, you know. And that's just like like adversity, for example. A lot of times, people on the outside they look good, but if people only knew the stuff that they've gone through, they would shake. They would just take a step back and be like, "Man, how in the world did that happen?" You know what? We can dress ourselves up well. But bottom line, at the end of the day, we got to be honest with who we are, and the things that we've gone through. And it's okay to talk about the stuff that we've gone through because guess what? We've overcome those things, and because we've overcome those things, there's somebody else that's starting the same thing, and they need to hear what you have to talk about.
1: Hmm. That's 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 uh, you know, that's awesome that you say that because we often we've often taken the a- the personal stories, in um, in marketing, you know, they're they're looking for that personal story. They're looking for that that, that thing to attach. But most unsuccessful people hide their narrative. They want to hide their personal stories, and then they try to become something that they're not. Because we are always looking outward to something, whether it's the uh, whether it's the Kardashians or whether it's love and hip. We, we're always looking at another idol, somebody else to, to mirror after when we should um, be looking within. How did you get to the point where you knew that you can coach other leaders? Because it's, it's one thing to coach people that have no, no leadership skills, but it's a, it's, it's a whole unique mindset of approaching another leader and, and saying to a leader who has, who has people un, under their authority, that you're not getting it
0: right <laughs> yeah 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 great yeah great question so for me just a little bit of, I kind of guess my story right so back in 2017 um in the month I was celebrating 20 my 20-year 20 anniversary with this great company I was working for a wonderful company um I got called in and I was told Eddie you're a great leader but um company's going through a change and today's your last day. And I was like, whoa, you know, I've never gone through anything like this. Basically, you know, this is 20 years. I've been in corporate America for only 22. So this has made my home. Right. But anyway, and going through that scenario, I instantly went to my faith. Okay. And What I realized is, is in going to my faith, is that there was so much more to me than I knew. Now, I'm going to actually go backwards a little bit, but I'm setting this up. So what ends up happening, I get downsized, Pastor Tillman, and um, shortly after this, I'm having um, a conversation with a good friend and fraternity brother about participating in this group setting with some guys about legacy men and legacy and purpose and that was like a defining moment for me because i was able to 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 understand the best versions of me okay mm-hmm. and in doing that i had an eye-opening experience now pr- eight years about eight years prior to me being downsized, god had told me to write a book and i tried to run from this assignment. So this ember was placed. He told me, and you had just mentioned this, he told me to tell my story. I was like, man, nobody want to hear anything I got to talk about. Right. (laughs) So at that time, over that eight year period, this ember slowly was becoming a flame. And I knew that there was going to be something that was going to happen that was going to force me to have to write this book. So I go through this process with these group of men about men and legacy and purpose. And all of a sudden, everything starts to to, to unravel and open up for me. And I said, man, I got to do this, this book. But in doing so, what I realized is that everything that I've gone through in life, professionally, as well as personally, it was actually molding me to help other people, to help other leaders to help other people that are going through similar situations that I've gone through in life. so that's what really got me there and everything but you know back to your to to that point about adversity and how we have to go through so, those things how we can grow through those things and they can make us better you know so for me, this is interesting back in 2003, I faced the biggest challenge of my life when my three-year-old son Kendall was diagnosed with an inoperable brain tumor. Now, I instantly made the decision when I first heard the word tumor, instantly, I said, I gotta rely on my faith. I relied on my faith and people were watching what I was doing. People in my um, inner circle, people within my church, people within my community, people on my job, And so what ended up happening is people started to ask me the question, where did you get faith to trust God with something so big? And I started to hear things like, man, I don't think I could have had that kind of faith. So now I'm wondering, where did I get faith to trust God with something such as this, right? And I'm thinking to myself, man, where did this start from? So I went in search of the foundation of my faith. So I started going back over my mountains past those challenges in my in my past life. And I ended up in the ninth grade where I had my very first faith experience. You know, I was a I was this good athlete. I had broken a school record in basketball in the eighth grade. I was a quarterback of the football team, started a basketball team, and I get this major injury. I'm not going to go through the whole details of that scenario, but what happened is because I had to have surgery, I was told I couldn't do something, I had to do something in order to win athlete of the year. That was a big deal for me Hmm. to win that award. But I knew I couldn't do it. And because I knew I couldn't do it, I had a conversation with my mother who said, son, do you know what faith is? If you believe in yourself and you have faith, you can do anything. What I eventually realized is that scenario in my life had to happen in the ninth grade, even though for years, I thought that was just my dreams and aspirations getting wiped out, but it had to happen to prepare me for what I was going to deal with 17 years later, right? Yeah. So back to your question about being in a place to be able to help leaders. What I eventually realized, Pastor Tillman, is that everything that I had gone through from the time that I was a little boy, all the way up until this point, I was getting hit with certain angles and, and adversities and challenges and setbacks. But they those were my building blocks to be in a position to help other people, to help other leaders. So that's what really got me to this place. But I had to realize what all that stuff was about. Yeah. And it wasn't about knocking me out in the game so that I can't get back up
1: wow that's that's awesome that's that's awesome man and that that you be so transparent and sharing so let's go back to 2017 you have 20 years on this in in this job and um you you hear um you hear the the, the, the words oh, we gotta let you go <laughs> you know I mean? regardless of how they say it at the end yeah. of the day it go you know, we'll pack stuff ain't no coming back what made you decide to walk away from corporate America to become, to, to to start your own business? And what obstacles that did you have to overcome in order to be successful in business? Because we know right now, somebody's starting a business. You know, um, during the pandemic, when they was giving out, uh, the, the, um, I was about to say welfare checks. Uh, <laughs>
0: You saw you talking about those uh 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 COVID checks, That's COVID checks habit.
1: and, uh, and uh, unemployment. You know yeah. we have so many new entrepreneurs. You know they all going back to work now. But what made you decide to take that that step into becoming a business owner and knowing that those 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 are different sets of obstacles that you're putting yourself in front of? Um What made you do that?
0: Yeah, so I'm still facing obstacles. All right. I mean, here we are, what, four? I'm almost, what, I'm four and a half, almost five years into this journey, and I'm still facing obstacles. But um, what I realize is that those obstacles um, are there. We just got to climb over them, Mm -hmm. and we just got to remember that, you know what, there are some obstacles that we've already conquered, we've already won, and everything else. But what really helped me to realize um. You know, being in this place as far as entrepreneurship um, is nothing that I really honestly ever thought about doing. But a story, I have a story for everything, man, I'm telling you. <laughs> so here's the deal. Hearing those words, we gotta let you go or you're fired or whatever, yeah, there's never a good, it's never a good feeling, right? Yeah. However, what I will say is several days prior to me getting downsized, because I was in relationship, and I am in relationship spiritually. God told me that this job was about to go. Hmm. And I was like, whoa, this is huge. But what was so interesting was the night before, God had told me to go to church. It was a Wednesday night. And he said, I need you to go to church. And I'm like, whoa, go to church. Man, I got to deal with my director tomorrow morning. And it's it, the weather is really bad outside. I don't have time for that. He's like, I need you to go to church. So I decided to drive to church and I'm fussing and cussing the whole nine all the way there. Right. And I get there, my pastor he says, Um, I've never done this before, but the weather is so bad that we're going to have prayer. We're going to have communion. It was the first Wednesday. We do communion on first Sunday and first Wednesday. And um We're going to get out of here. But before we do, I'm going to give you a scripture. And he gave the scripture, Philippians 4, 6, and 7, which says, and I'm going to summarize it, worry about nothing, pray about everything, give thanks, and he will grant you that peace. And that peace hit me. Hmm. And when that peace hit me, it was a peace that I was familiar with. And in that moment, I had enough peace to say, you know what, God, if you're ready to close a chapter on 20 years, I'm willing For you to open a new chapter. And that's when the Holy Spirit hit me and said, Trust me. All I need you to do is trust me, but you have to trust me. Because what I'm going to do is going to blow your mind, but you have to trust me. And that was a tough thing to just kind of fathom. Man, it's going to blow my mind. I mean, you've already blown my mind before, but now you're talking about blowing my mind now? So, to answer that, it took me going through that scenario, but it took me to be in a place to be able to listen and embrace what I was dealing with at that moment and trusting the process.
1: Hmm.
0: And I think I, as I, entrepreneurs, as entrepreneurs, we got to be willing to trust the process.
1: Process, yeah, yeah. The process is important. And that's and that's what my next question was going to be: how did you come up with your price point? Because this is this is all new to you. How did you? But it, when we first start in business, the, the hardest thing to do, because we're so passionate about whatever it is that we're doing, is, is coming up with a price point and then feeling confident to tell a customer a price point and then getting a customer to agree to, to the price point <laughs> and actually pay. Um, so how did you come up with your, your pricing? How did you come up with your concept? Um, was it something that happened over time or is it something that you've already been working with in your mind?
0: No, it was uh, something over time. And you know what? Also being around other people that have reached success, mm-hmm. you know, um, nothing that I had in mind, anything, that everything that I'm doing now is nothing I ever thought about. By <laughs> the 2017, it was, you couldn't even get me to write on a piece of paper being a speaker. You couldn't get me to write on a piece of paper, you know, having a, a development program to help people find purpose on so an online course to help people deal with adversity. That was never something that was in my mind. The only thing that I, I will say is, is writing the book. I knew I was going to have to do it. Mm-hmm. And I just, did I just didn't take it serious enough. However, I did take it, let me rephrase that. I did take it serious enough because I had a lot of notes on napkins and post-its and everything else over an eight year period, right? But it's not like I had this great idea prior to 2017 it just over time but what it took me is is making tweaks it took me to fail it took me to have a price point that was maybe too much or a price point that was maybe too low and I'll tell you I'm still tweaking and and the reason I'm still tweaking is is this I want to be able to provide any service that I have to anyone whether they can afford it or not so I'm still tweaking yeah. You know what? I need to have a price point that shows the value of the product that I have to offer, which, which I do, but you know what? There's that single mother out there who is, is, is going through something. And you know what? If she had a, a, some, some, some tools, it would surely help her a lot, but she can't afford it. Well, you know what? What if I have a grant that I can offer her? You know, through a, through through a grant program as to where she can get that. So I'm always thinking of different ways to maneuver things around. So I'm a work in progress, and I think as an entrepreneur, we have to be a work in progress at all times.
1: Hmm. That, that those are some poignant and great answers. Um. So what's next for you? What 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 are we looking at moving forward? I know you have the online courses, and we can talk about that. And I know you have the, the book, and I know that you're always um, working. How has it been being a public speaker um, during the pandemic? I know things are opening back up now, but we all had to figure out a way to survive, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, so it's, it's interesting. Um, prior to the pandemic, I was a fairly new speaker, and I was starting to get these uh, in-person events and And I I love that kind of speaking because it allows me to connect with the audience,
1: Mm
0: -hmm. right? And then all of a sudden COVID hits and for a while, everything was at a standstill. Then everybody, we all started to figure out that you know what, this virtual thing, it works. But you know, speaking virtually is totally different than speaking in person. You know, especially if you're doing a webinar. Because yeah. the webinar, you just talking to it's just you and the camera. You can't see nothing. nothing. Right. <laughs> and and I'll be honest, that's not that's not my preference. However, you know, I'll do whatever it, whatever it is that needs to be done. But you know, as things are starting to open back up um, and everything, it's good to kind of be able to get in front of people again and kind of get back into that element of being able to speak. Um as opposed to doing it virtually and all. Yeah. yeah.
1: And so what are we looking for? What, what what's going on? What books are we reading? What are we looking forward to? Let's let's go to the books first. What books are we reading?
0: Oh man, so I so I'm big into devotionals. So mm-hmm. I read I read uh one or two devotionals a day. Um Charles Stanley. I'm a big Charles Stanley fan. So I have several of his devotional books that I hop into. Um, throughout the year. We're about to close the year out and everything. And I'll probably revisit a devotional that, that started in 2017. Okay. You know? um, but I'm kind of, I'm real big into that. Um, and then you, the other thing you asked asked about is um, you asked about the books and what was the other part? What's next for, for, for you? What's next for me? So what's next for me, uh, Pastor Tillman, is I'm real big on this, on on purpose right now. Mm. And and the reason being is we were all created to do something special. Mm. And many times we just need to know what that is. Some of us, we feel we know what it is, but we're not sure. So my thing is to be able to help people to tap into what that is, because if we do that part, there's so many great things that can come out of it other people and that's what we have to remember you no know, purpose is about what you were created to do for the benefit of others you hmm. know we do that part guess what we get a benefit off of seeing other people being blessed
1: hey, amen that's a, that's a, that's amazing well everybody I think we done said it all uh there's nothing else left to be said if you are if you are listening and you want to um join us. I do have another podcast called One Ministries Podcast, and that's just strictly preaching and spirituality. So if you, as you're ending the year, people want to get closer to God and religious, you can jump on that One Ministries Podcast. And you can always hit me up, Tillman, T-I-L-L-M-A-N, at One church, and just shout us out. And um, we, we're always looking for input from our audience. Eddie, we thank you for joining us. Thank you for the energy that you bring. Thank you for your purpose. Thank you for working with leaders because leaders need need leadership too. And uh, I'm glad that you're in that part of the the vineyard um, helping to give us some direction. And as we walk, we can choose to walk in depression. You can choose to walk looking backwards. You can choose to walk... Um, with questions. But those of us who listen to Walk in Victory, you know how we walk. We walk with our head up and we walk in victory. Regardless of what obstacles are before us, the victory is ours. So as you go on your victory march towards your purpose, do so with style. But most of all, do so with live. Be smooth about it. Peace.